0: Today's podcast is sponsored by Springdale Automotive, the next generation in car care, locally owned, professionally operated, whatever you drive, we service. Domestic, Euro, Hybrid, Electric, Classics, Diesel. Springdale's classic car services include maintenance, repair, and diagnostics, five convenient neighborhood locations, how may we be of service. Welcome to Classic Car Corner Podcast, where we talk classic cars. Please take a second to hit the like button on Facebook and leave us a review of the podcast. A review is really the most powerful way you can help us reach more people. I'm Jason Painter, and co hosting today is John Lockhart and Eric Benzel. And today's special guest is George Adams.
1: George, we're glad you're here today, and I'm going to ask you a quick question about your cars. Um, you've shown your cars off to folks. Usually they've been seeing your taillights when you've raced them but what got you interested in showing your cars at car shows what what got you into that uh, much more stationary aspect of showing off these really cool cars
2: well once you've uh shown around the neighborhood and everybody's seen it and they know it runs good looks good then you want to get some more opinions so then you'll go we started going out of out of county different runs and then we go to uh Went up to Carlisle, Pennsylvania, which is a all-Ford national up there. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun, too. You not only get to show your car and brag on it a little bit, but you also get to uh, – some people like it, some people don't, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what we enjoyed mostly was the experience of, you know, you meet people mm-hmm. that you like, and uh, just like that.
3: So you mentioned that was all a Ford, mainly a Ford up in Carlisle. I mean, is it like a Ford – Show or is it just predominantly Ford? Just because that's the region, and the majority of people that uh, participate in the car show up in Carlisle. Well, Old car- Fords.
2: Carlisle is a uh, a run at the fairgrounds, and they have a run for every brand car. They'll have a Chevy National, Ford National, and uh, right on down the line GMC.
3: Mm-hmm. But they're not all together. They're they're separate. They're show. all separate. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And, uh, So the Ford Nationals, so they're all Fords.
2: Right.
1: And I'm sure, and I guess there's other shows that are specifically Ford. Um, Do you also show, have you ever also shown them at car shows where you see, here's your Fords, here's your Chevys, here's your Dodge, Plymouth, where it's all of them, or is your show experience mostly at the Ford National?
2: No, most of them are are like neighborhood runs. You know, you go from county to county. Mm Mm-hmm. And they have so many car clubs, and you count on going there and probably not winning your class because, like I said, it's a local thing. Uh, right. And that's the way it is. Nobody takes Tommy's car. Oh, <laughs> Although you can win a national, mm-hmm. I have very seldom won a trophy for anything going to these county car runs in Kentucky. And I'm not saying it's, it's just the way things are. That's,
3: oh,
0: that's, sure, it's that's locals. But yeah. you did win some trophies in Pennsylvania, correct? Yeah. And so the was it a, obviously a race or was it the show quality of the car? What what uh, what brought the trophy to you?
2: It just uh, came in a. They put the wagon '64 wagon, in a utility class. Okay. Which would go with your rancheros and your. Your other wagons and things that were just used for labor work mostly and uh it happened to win third prize in that one that's awesome. third place
1: what are they judging on those when when they look at that when they look at the utility class and they're looking at yours versus a ranchero are they looking at uh for that class are they looking at original is this original to that came off the line or the options that you've put on it are very clean what kind of things are they looking at on on Looking at those two,
2: they're looking for a car that is driven. Okay, you know, and I won a play. I uh, did win a first place award in uh, Falcon Nationals in Indianapolis, and that's because they knew my car was driven. They rolled a, a wagon out there, set two cars down for mine, and I mean, the thing had a mirror finish. It was just beautiful. I mean, there wasn't anything on that car wasn't pretty. But he didn't win because they knew he wasn't driving it you know, it's it like a daily driving thing, and mm-hmm. you had to drive so many, I think 3,000 miles a year.
3: Oh, cool. So, let me add on to that. So, I'm interested to know, I've been going to car shows since I was a kid. I take my kids to car shows. They're fun. I love looking at the old cars, but I don't know exactly what what category or what they're really being judged on, other than, you know, obviously the looks and aesthetics is key, but what are the other categories that Judges focus on or categories to get into to even show a car, so maybe you got an old rat rod that's that's got a perfect souped up engine in it. do they get into a certain category to showcase the horsepower and the engine with the car, and not necessarily the aesthetics of the car?
2: I never had a car like that, but I think I've seen them mm-hmm. at these at these shows, and they are kind of in their own class. You know rat rods is a rat rod, mm-hmm. and if they judge all aspects of it. Here in Kentucky, I haven't found that. Mm -hmm. You know, just at uh, Carlisle, but they had all Fords, and then I knew what classes they put them in Mm -hmm. for the modified and, uh, you know, stuff like that. And totally custom. And uh, just things like that. But as far as looking at every nut and bolt and stuff, I haven't seen that too much. I have Mm -hmm. seen it. But those, those kinds of things just leave me cold. I can't imagine nobody not swapping a bolt on their car right
1: right that's kind of we were kind of talking a little beforehand that i guess those off the showroom or not the showroom floor that would be off the showroom floor but they're looking at this came rolled off the factory and i guess that's where you would say the exact when they redid their engine did they redo the engine exact to the factory spec like i think you you mentioned that the uh like the hose clamp it's got to be the exact same type of hose clamp and don't get it incorrect where the access to the screw to tighten it down is on the top. Nope. When they came out of the factory, they did it upside down, so you can't. It's not that easy to get to. And did they trim it off? I guess the tab. Did they trim it off x number of feet? So I, or inches? I guess that's when yeah. they're looking at
2: original. I guess that's kind of where they wipe it with a diaper. And is yeah. it exact to... That kind of thing leaves me cold when they do that. So I don't really <laughs> even get interested in. But I know they do it. Uh, some a show like that is, is just not my thing. You know, I want I want to drive them, I want to mess with them, I want to change stuff. So I just lucked out to qualify for that class up at Carlisle.
0: And when you change stuff, George, elaborate a little bit on what exactly do you change? I mean, are we talking rear differential, uh, gear ratios? Are we talking engines? Are we talking transmissions? What 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 things have you changed on your particular car?
2: No, I've changed everything on that car. That car had been on fire before I got it. Okay. And uh, I started from there. No sooner I drove it, about 100 miles, the rods started knocking. So mm. I had to put motor transmission. I took the car all apart, mm-hmm. painted everything could be painted, fixed the rust. Whatever, I, whatever the little rust I found, I fixed it all, mm-hmm. then put it back together. But as far as changes, I want to run a chrome air cleaner. You know, I don't want to go to a show that's going to judge me. Do I have a stock air cleaner and all the stuff that goes with it? Mm-hmm. Some people do like that, and that's sure that's that's right. a that's good the, thing. Right. But that's good for them to like that, and for me not to like it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. But I would never say criticize anybody's car. They've done their best on it. Mm-hmm. They always look good to me. Yeah. You know, I'm not a I'm not a pro.
0: Right. Well, amongst the th- it- Enthusiast, you'll find that when a bunch of car people get together, whether you own a Ford, Chevy, Dodge, Honda, whatever, everyone's pretty complimentary of the next car because everyone has the same interest and they also know the attachment that these cars can bring and the joy that they can bring to their families. So typically, when you go to these rod runs, and you, I go to learn, it's great to talk to people that <clears throat> have a car that I'm not familiar with. And so all of a sudden, you start start learning about it and um so yeah no i i I understand you know you got your people who just want the stock you got the people who like some of the the modifications um but uh yeah that that's uh, i was curious to know what exactly people were looking at or for when they go to these uh car shows
2: Mm -hmm. i would only know what i'd look for right you know, I just look for somebody's having a good time with their car. Absolutely, and that's and, what they mostly do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most time that's what they're doing. And it seems like a lot of the things when you go to these shows, when when you're looking
1: at, let's say we're looking at three three cars that are identical, as same make, same model, say like the wagon. It's the same three three wagons. You get the the fellows that put those wagons together. They will look at each other and go, "Oh, look what he did! Oh, look what he did over here! Oh, look what he did there!" I didn't even think about putting that on there. That looks great. I bet the performance is amazing. Is that kind of what kind of conversations you get with other owners when you go to some of these shows?
2: Yeah. I've also got a look at that wagon when I was putting it together. A guy walked over and looked at it. He says, I don't know why anybody would put any money in a car like that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I said, well, really? I said, what do you have? He said, oh, I have a hard top. It is really nice. I said, yeah, I'll pass three of them on the way up here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it.
2: We're going to take a quick
1: moment and ask our listeners to please check out our sponsor, GD Herring. GD Herring provides options on insuring not only your classic car, but for all of your collectibles. Please check them out at gdherring.com.
3: So piggybacking on that friendly uh, banter there, tell us about some other uh, experiences that you had with some fellow uh car showers that over the years that you may have had some some friendly friendly banter or maybe some not so friendly banter hopefully the the latter that you know talking about your ford versus their chevy or their pontiac uh you have any uh good stories uh from the years of going to car shows and having some no, couple so th- a couple adult beverages and then uh let you know let the tongues go and talk about uh each other's cars in a friendly way
2: no nah, i've yeah you talk you might, you might say well i did this and you did that that's because we're different you know mm-hmm. but as far as telling somebody you don't like to ride i would never say that right
3: of course not i don't i wasn't trying to get to i don't like your ride oh it's it's ford just, versus, uh, my
2: ford could take your chevy easy
3: and you know that that kind of stuff that's you, you know all our friends growing up of course us growing up we never really had hot rods but we had the hand-me-downs but i'm pretty sure my uh Ozmobile Delta eighty eight could have taken Jason's little Toyota. Toyota <laughs> was it? Cressida.
0: Probably, uh, Corona. Corona.
3: That's yeah. right. We talked about. It.
1: <laughs> There's always some smack talk against car owners, uh, regardless. What kind of what kind of uh, chirping did uh, happen back
2: in the day? Well, sometimes you get ratted out by your brother in law. <laughs> and uh, I was racing Dad's Plymouth. And he didn't know that because I was about 16 years old, just going on 16 and a half. But everybody had their old man's car was the best. And decided we'd race him one day. I thought everything was cool. Nobody knew nothing. Sit <laughs> at the table, I said, uh, by the way, George, I hear uh, your dad's Plymouth, a big competent ambassador was 327. I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It will. Now I look down there, dad just sitting there looking at me with about a half a grin on his face. So that's my son. <laughs> there you
0: go. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So so obviously on, on this Falcon going back to it, uh, I'm sure that you have been um, when I go with to take my cars to even go get gas. People are always coming up saying, "Hey, oh man, I love this car. How fun would this be?" Or uh, my parents had one. Just curious to know what your experiences have been with uh, with that Falcon, because I can imagine there there be some people who uh, would probably be engaging in conversation.
2: Yeah, a lot of people uh, have followed me off the interstate when I get stop to get gas. They want to buy the car, swap me something for the car or something like that. I got you. Then one man followed me off the freeway. I, I had filled up previously. I watched him. He was in the rearview mirror all the way through uh, Pigeon Forge. We went up to our cabins in Gatlinburg. He pulled in behind me. He said, can I look at that car? I said, well, yeah, you can. He said, my dad had one just like that. He said, I remember it very well. He said, can you show me it? So I'll, I just opened up the trunk and tailgate and everything, let them let have a look he was he was happy Wow! he didn't want to buy it or nothing he just wanted to see it
1: takes him back to time with his dad takes him back that's cool
0: that's part of the beauty about these old cars is there is a, a sentimental attachment um you know I'd, I'd love to buy the car that i took my first driver's test in i've been trying to find one of these things forever and they're just not out there so i i can appreciate why that guy was following you in that in, in your wagon absolutely
1: I'm going to ask a silly question right now because uh, the three of us have all agreed that when you get into certain cars at a certain age, they all smell similar. So if you get in, if you go into, uh, and we'll see if this is true, if you got into your, your Falcon wagon and the way it just, the way the interior smells, the way the, just the mix of the dash and the upholstery and whatnot, you get into another one, does it kind of smell the same? Cause I know I had a Delta eighty eight. All three of us have had Delta eighty eights, eighty four Delta eighty eights. And when you open the door of any of them,
3: I was the fastest.
1: <laughs> they all smell the same. It takes you back. If I go into a Volkswagen, they all smell similar. Do um, do you, you kind of it's and it's nostalgic. It seems like there's a certain smell that a certain brand of car will have or it carries. Um, and thinking about that nostalgia, that says my dad had one of these it takes me back when I get into one of these or a Jeep. It just, there's something about some of these cars that just have a unique smell of that. Have you run into that ever? Or is it just kind of one of those things like, hmm, maybe there's something to that.
2: Well, some of them just downright stink. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some Depends of them get,
3: went on in that car.
2: <laughs> some of them get exhaust leaks and right. this unleaded gas. You burn them in a, in a car that was made for that unleaded gas. Yeah, that's right. And they will stink. They make canisters to take care of that. Mm. But, uh, I was never interested in that. I just let it stink. (laughs) Is there certain cars that just that you get into it and just smells like
1: I I know that it smells like a little bit of burning oil and gasoline, and it's like I'm home. It smells like oil and gas.
2: (laughs) Yep, brake brake fluid running inside from the uh, and then some oil runs inside through that thing. You get a leak, fix it. It still stinks. Mm -hmm. but they just the worked on car you smell them Mm -hmm. oh yeah
1: and you'll either get nostalgic going oh I'm home or you'll go man that was the best
2: decision I ever made to get rid of that (laughs) hunk of junk no I always enjoyed every smell every oh yeah (laughs) every time somebody dings it and you don't know it well you find it out sooner or later that's you know it's all part of the stuff I enjoy it that's why I never had a, a show quality paint job put on it I'm all get out there and I in the parking lots with everybody else. You know, run my cars around there mm-hmm. gets nicked. Well, so what? I go buy some paint.
1: That's right. That's true. It, it, it's And a, a lot
2: of folks will say, well, you know, this is a
1: – a lot of people spend a lot of money on paint. When they get their cars, uh, let's say, souped up a little bit, they do a little customization on it, and they put that paint job on there, they get emotional about that paint job. And – it, it seems like you, then you get the guys that put the value in that paint job, and like, I, I want barriers put around it. I want anybody to breathe on it, let alone look at it. And you're looking at it. You're going to tarnish the paint on this thing. You're going to have to buff it out. And then it sounds like you, we we have your car. And you're like, I'm driving it.
2: It looks good. If it gets a ding, I'm going to fix it. Yeah, that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to drive it, I don't want the paint to stop me from enjoying my car.
3: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the difference between a lot of, well – it's just different level you know people like old cars and and for a reason they want to drive them they want to experience them you know to me that's part of owning uh, a car if you want to go show it you want to go show it because it's still on the road you're still driving it it's not just put on a trailer driven across wherever throwing a show put back on a trailer and then put in a garage covered up to me i mean it's nice to have those cars and that that kind of investment don't get me wrong but but I'm kind of like George. If I'm going to have that, my favorite car, and I'm going to fix it up to show, I want to drive it. I want to get it around town and, and, and show it off a little Absolutely. bit, not just at car shows.
1: Well, and you hear more and more uh, owners of classic cars that will say, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of leery about getting into one that's been sitting, taking care of and pampered and rubbed down with a diaper, because this guy doesn't drive it. So now, along with the cost that I have on the actual value of the car, I've got to watch out for the seals the rings, because these things, because he hasn't driven it, they're not lubricated the way they should. Shocks are getting hard. The wheels are getting flat spots. There's a lot more problems that you can have in this beautiful mint car that the guy just doesn't drive.
3: Yeah, that's a great point. I can just appreciate the car at that show that's a driver. Right. A little bit more. I mean, it may not be. As in perfect condition as that one that you know gets fifty miles a year on. Right. But I could I can just appreciate the driver, uh car better. It, I feel
2: like it's more reliable. Yeah, I'd never buy a car not expecting to put money in the mechanical end of it. And that's mm-hmm. my first choice. Just right. make the thing run down the road. I can have fun with it. I drove that Falcon wagon to Carlisle, Pennsylvania, down to Florida, out to Missouri. I put it on the road just like you would. My brother-in-law shook his head at me. He said, "I can't believe." You just take off, and go to Missouri in that car. I said, "Who rebuilt this motor, Virgil?" He said, "Me and you." I said, "Why shouldn't it go? It went back in the day, right? It went then too."
0: Yeah, great, great point. Absolutely. Yeah, enjoy them. That's right. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, on your Falcon. You said you had put some chrome were they valve covers that you put uh, the breather on top. Uh, what else did you do to on do on that car as far as
2: modifications? That's just about it. We had board uh, it was bored thirty over, and we put it back stock, and uh, it was a good road car. Mm-hmm. It had three eighty to one gears on it. sounded like it still needed shift once shifted in a high gear, but gotcha. It was still run, mm-hmm. you know. Good, it run cool. everything yeah. so was good with it.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, I, uh, I, John, obviously enjoyed taking it from your place that one day that uh, we went out to your house to to get it, and uh, it was the hit of many of the car shows that we had taken it to. So, we do know that uh, there's an appreciation for those vehicles, and they are they are a lot of fun. And uh, again, George, thank you so much for joining us here today um, uh, at the, on, our, on our podcast. And um, um, join us next time with a special guests to talk about their experiences and their cars and the enjoyments that they have brought them. And, and please like our Facebook page, Classic Car Corner Podcast, and give us a like and review as they are very much appreciated. Until next time, happy motoring. Thank you.